Welcome to the Site 65 podcast. I'm your host, Robert Tomato Peterson. With me, as always, is my fellow researcher, Keegan. Keegan, how are you? I'm doing good. Awesome, awesome. And we actually have a new person joining us this week. Uh, she's a combat medic. And uh, how do, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm your friendly neighborhood combat medic, Hana Koizumi. I've been on site for a little bit, but you might not have seen me since I got transferred to another site for a bit. But now I'm at Site 65, and I am uh, decided to come join because I saw a few episodes, and I was like, you know what? This seems like fun. Yeah. So we've actually gotten good reception from the other sites about this podcast. I'm very surprised. I'm not happy that, you know... We, d we did get kind of yelled at for the CI hacking in, but at the same time, that's not really our choice. It just kind of happened, so we just kind of had to deal with it. Um, but uh, thankfully, they're going to allow the CI to come back on occasionally. Um, we just have to give them a fair warning, and also there's potential for even the GOC to uh, do uh, shows with us. I've, I've spoken about it to um our higher ups and they're open to working together because it's just a unique way to build relationships with um you know GOIs around us but for the time being CIL host occasionally and uh me and Keegan will be here but uh Hana yeah. so you're new to this and um first off I want to ask you um how's the chicken parm treating you cuz that's what we're eating for lunch today and I honestly, I think it's very good. I mean, I've always been a fan of chicken parmesan. Who who can who can go wrong with a bit of chicken parm for for lunch? I mean, the one I'm eating is uh, leftovers that I made from dinner, but it's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I'm just eating mine. It's it's pretty tasty. Um, so what I wanted to discuss this week was um. Well, I want to start off with what we've been up to. Um, I feel like that's a good starting point for any of these shows. It's just to let, just let people around the other sites know what we're currently up to. So I'll go first. Um, I'm actually just about to start a short vacation because uh, I've been on this site for a very long time and haven't really taken any of my vacation days. So my PTO has been stacking up and up and up. And I haven't really gone around to, you know, seeing my family, spending time with my kids, because I'm constantly here, and it's very hard to get off-site. So I've been given permission to take a little bit of time off of, re off of research um, and, you know, focus on some other things. But I'm still going to be popping in to do this show whenever we do it, just because I really... I, I actually enjoy doing this, talking about this. It's a nice outlet for um, my thoughts and stuff like that. And I'm actually very surprised at the reception we've got from this. Um, it's been thumbs up across the board. I'm very happy with it. Um, so thank you to everyone listening and everyone, you know, liking and um, sharing these videos across our SCP interwebs. I'm very happy with that. Um, but other than that, I've been finishing up my 6A2 testing. Um, Cracked open his skull again, uh, took out half of his brain, gave it to some research to study. Uh, 6A2 seemed annoyed with it. He tried to munch me as I left, but thankfully we got out of the way. Um, and his brain seems to have recovered just fine. 
Uh, that's what that's the one thing I was worried about was causing permanent damage to six eight two. Even though we want to, you know, get rid of him, it's very hard to do. And I was afraid of like permanent damage because as we were cutting out his brain, he started to kind of mumble and grumble and talk kind of funny. So I actually got kind of sad because I was afraid we were hurting the thing. But you know, a day later we come back and he's perfectly fine. He's six eight two again. So, he's still angry and bitter at the world, and one day, I don't know. Do you guys think it would be fun to have 682 on the podcast? I don't I think know. that'd be excellent. 682 is kind of a... Reminds me of an old grandpa, the kind, the kind that's like, get off my lawn, you know? Yeah, except get off my lawn is replaced with, I'm gonna eat you, eat your leg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I agree. It, it, I kind of agree with that. He is just an old bastard in some in some cases. But, uh, Keegan, what have you been up to? Well, I've been still trying to get my 323 test going. Uh, they have, unfortunately, the uh, senior agents up above, you know, on surface haven't really been able to capture him. Because, you know, after the whole CI debacle, they've been a pretty much more higher security now. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Uh, so, Hannah, you are not research. So, give us a little insight into what your, uh, job is on site and uh what you do on a day-to-day basis uh well first thing i usually do on site is dread the fact that i'm being a have to be a combat medic and deal with a bunch of people begging me to heal them 24 7 i mean majority of the time they don't even go to med bay themselves they just run up to the nearest doctor that they can and it's like hey can you heal my broken leg and we have to be like no go to go to med bay there's an x-ray there we don't know which leg is broken but, I mean, it's not too bad. I quite like my job. It just can be a little bit annoying. And honestly, I avoid um, e-block um, the most I can due to the fact mm. that um, I will say it's the most chaotic section in uh, Site 65. I definitely next to, agree with that. Next to HCC Checkpoint. Oh my god. But HCC Checkpoint isn't even guarded anymore. That's the big issue. Yeah, that's that's what that's why it's like... so chaotic because as soon as you get down into HCZ, uh, you don't know where the hell you're going. <laughs> yeah, I I still have no idea why they dug out all these tunnels. Like the like old HCZ was so well put together and it was small, but it served its purpose very well and was very easy to find things. I now, guess the whole thing. Yeah, I guess the now whole thing I go with... for a jog in HCZ and I can't find anything. But anyways, go ahead, Keegan. I'm I'm guessing the whole thing with the newer HCZ is to make it more confusing to groups of interest that raid down there, which is understandable. But it gets to the point where like we don't know where the hell we're going when we get down there. You yeah, know? like I don't know where I'm, I can get lost and die down there very much. And I remember I was escorting a uh, a researcher. He he was trying to do a test, and we spent thirty minutes just trying to find uh, a contain like the containment chamber. It was. <laughs> It turns out it was right next to the entrance. <laughs> yep. Uh I know that feeling tremendously. So I actually wanna I actually wanna talk a little bit about uh your job, Hannah. because you mentioned escorting. Um do you have I know you're not really clued into what the tests are most of the time. You're just kind of there to make sure things, you know, if people get injured, they go smoothly. But do you have any tests that have like stood out to you that are memorable for any reasons? Any like SCPs you've encountered? 
that like left an impression on you? I'm curious. Oh, in my time in the Foundation, I've seen quite a few SCPs. Um, even experienced some myself, actually, uh, personally. Um, hmm, trying to think. Well, an SCP that has really sparked interest in me is the all every sentient SCP. I'm very interested in 7722, 049, 035. 106 is also quite interesting as well. Yeah. 106 scares me. Yeah, sure. 106, like, I, he's a bit scary, but as long as he stays in his box, I'll be fine. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, I, I, it scares me that there exists like a little dimension that he could just take us to. Like, if he yeah. grabs my leg, it's over. I'm too fat to run away. Like, I, that scares me. And, you know, we don't really know what goes on inside of it. We don't really know what happens. All we know is that if you come out of the pocket dimension, you're not going to be looking very good. I believe there was an image passed around site recently. It was like one of those clickbait um, email scams. And you open up the image and it's a picture of someone who uh, got taken to 106's containment. I'm sorry, pocket dimension and then got spit out later on. And it's horrifying to see. Yeah, and horrible. Yeah, I don't like that that's just kind of, he's just kind of down there, you know, not too far from where we are right now at this table. Um, Luckily, I, I mean, sadly, within my time at the Foundation, I've had to deal with quite a few, uh, you know, SCP attacks. Yeah. It's nothing most new to the, me, though. Yeah, most of the time when an SCP breaches, we just run away. Uh, us researchers, we just hide. Uh, we hide in a PW uh, containment shelter. And uh, one thing I want to mention, I, I don't know if this has been discussed before. Those couches in uh, the breach shelter in PW, those are prime napping couches. Like, right? they're the type of couch that, like, you find at your grandma's house that's, like, old, but, like, she kept the plastic on, so it's good for, like, a century. And yeah. um, they're just good napping couches. I took, a, I took a nap in there during a recent 682 breach, and I was there for maybe two hours, and I just snoozed away. It was perfect. I've never actually. Well, I have been in uh, the um, containment shelter, the breach shelter. Um, the couches look pretty. Uh, I don't know. I don't think uh, the foundation is really the best when it comes to picking out furniture. No, that we don't really have a fashion sense, do we? I mean, our uniforms are just plain white robes. Not. I mean, if we're scientists, well, me and Keegan are. So, like, I don't really expect much, but. A little color and flair wouldn't be good. And then you have Darby who walks around wearing a dog head, which is just like creepy, but you know, let him do it. I his thought that thing. wasn't a costume. I I thought that was like his actual face. No. It's not his actual face? Wow. He no. He just walks yeah. around wearing a dog head. I have a there was a consultant once who was like a cat person. Yeah, oh, yeah. we've had a lot of those people. <laughs> Unfortunately, they keep showing up every time. Every <laughs> well, time a new they're reality person. benders or something. Like, well, I think they, they. I think they might just be anomalous themselves. Which then, how are they? You know, they working be, at the foundation they, instead of they may be designated as SCPs, but they still work with us because you know they still like they're still valuable. You know? Yeah, it's oh, kind of like how we let. It's kind of like how we let 999 just roam the facility, and it's technically an anomaly, but it's still kind of part of everything. Yeah. 
Well, Nine Nine Nine's also a cutie, so yeah, yeah. And that actually brings me to a uh, a segment I want to do. Um, perfect segue there. Uh, nailed it. Um, so last week we talked about just a random SCP that's uh on site, and so I want to do the same thing this week, and I want to discuss SCP Nine Nine Nine. So for anyone listening who hasn't been to Site-65 and is not aware of the wonders that is SCP-999, SCP-999 is a sentient blob of, what would you guys say, peanut butter? Peanut butter, yeah. Jelly. Texture, you know, jelly textured. Like... Yeah. So it's a sentient blob of jelly, goo, peanut butter, whatever you call it. It's orange. And the thing radiates happiness and peace and love. Um, it is the most adorable, playful SCP you could find. Um, and it's, it's allowed to just free roam the facility. Its main diet consists of candy and sweets. However, uh, we can't, we unfortunately can't give it soda, even though it's really cute when it's buzzing and bouncing off the walls. Um, site administration has asked us not to give it any more soda because the caffeine, makes it queasy, but it also makes it hyperactive. But 999 is involved in a ton of tests. Um, We've brought 999 to basically every SCP on site, with the exception of 106, actually, because um, we're afraid of 999 being taken to its pocket dimension and we're losing it forever. But um, we've brought it to 682, and uh, it's had good interactions there. We've brought it to 049. 049 loves the thing. 7722 calls it a um, heretic of God, but still plays with it. Um, Hana, you mentioned 7722 earlier. Um, have you had a lot of interactions with him? He's kind of a newer SCP brought to sight. Uh, yes, I have, actually. Yes. Um, he He's pretty... I don't know. I would describe him as kind of cool to be around, except all he does is talk about God, which I get it. That's kind of his whole thing. He's very religious. And frankly, uh, he hasn't really bothered me as much as other SCPs have. Like, 035 creeps me the fuck out. Um, oh, I don't yeah. know. I quite like 035. I think he's very charismatic. If he weren't, if if he wasn't as sadistic and awful, yeah. I think I'd like him a little more. I did a whole interview with him, and yeah, he's pretty sadistic. Oh, what was your interview? Well, it was like, well, it was basically trying to under. It, most of my interviews are more like psychological based, understanding them cognitively. I think my comparison to O three five was almost like a serial killer in a way, and it, not in the actual literal sense. I'm talking more or less like actually psychologically, the charismatic okay. part, the luring bits. He kind of reminds me of a theater kid gone wrong. <laughs> You know, yeah. I I actually really like that description. That's a great description. Um, so yeah, that's SCP. As we talked about SCP nine nine nine. What what are your guys' thoughts on nine nine nine? I'm assuming we all love him. Of course. Uh, I I I really love nine nine nine. Honestly, it it's it's one of those. You have the few SCPs that really brings joy to the foundation because it's a bleak place down here. You know. Yeah. Um, with, oh, you know, I think 049 would like, he does some awful stuff, but he's really nice to talk to. But then you have 999. 999 is just really like the, he, he keeps me going, you know? He makes me realize yeah. what my job is worth. 
It's worth more than just death. Really suffering, honestly. And I, I agree. I, I love that little blob. The, the little ginormous blob. He is quite a big boy, though. Yeah, he's a big boy. I believe he can actually alter his size. I've seen him, like, you know, be bigger and smaller some days. Huh. I I once um we once as a uh we were in uh the garage up top uh hiding due to a breach and yeah. out of curiosity we we saw a, we saw like a little like mini Cooper parked up there and we told nine 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 we wanted to see what would happen we told nine 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 we said hey you see that object over there that car it's made out of candy can you eat it and I I swear to God. 999 stretched himself over the car. Like, completely over the car. <laughs> My man became Kirby. It was adorable. I, I, I gotta find the photos we took of it. Um, we were, yeah, it was the cutest thing we've ever seen. It was just 999, but the size of a Mini Cooper. And he seemed happy the whole time. He had a smile on his face. And eventually he realized the thing wasn't candy and kind of spit it out. Which... We were kind of surprised that it was able to spit out a car. So 999 has a bit of strength behind them. But overall, my experiences with the Blob have been very pleasant. It's always a joy to see him around the facility. But, I mean, I'm probably I'm probably going to get into the medical side of it. But 999 is also a very great antidepressant from what we've researched. What have you researched on him? Um, I I do know that he possesses some like, you know, like he he kind of has that he kind of gives off like. Have you heard of the med uh, the medicine uh, sertraline? It's an antidepressant, yeah. so he gives off that kind of chemical vibe. But um, well, I, I'm when not we've really... done research, um, apologies, but when we've done research uh, in the med bay, since you know medical does do a bit of research ourselves. Uh, we figured, we've discovered that 999 does possess qualities of being as some sort of antidepressant you know, just by being around him. Not even you don't even need to touch him. Just being in his presence actually gives him uh, gives you the effect of being you know happy. It rids of any negative effects as well. We've noticed that. And um, honestly, it's kind of like you know the uh, study where if you pet a dog, it will. Um, what was it? What's the word again? Can't remember. It's something with your lifespan. If you were to pet a dog, it um, lengthens your lifespan. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've discovered that Nine and I could do the same thing. Interesting. By playing with it. Huh. See, my my daily interactions with Nine and Nine is that it seems to stop by my office every day about two o'clock, and I just throw some skittles at it, and it it, it munches them <laughs> up, waves and and slimes away. Uh. It's pretty fun. It's something to look forward to toward the end of the day. So, Because I think he could say it best. It is kind of bleak down here. Yeah. yeah. I think the foundations just should start putting up some decorations. The most we get is a Christmas tree during, you know, December. That's always yeah. nice. I wouldn't mind, like, some pumpkins during the upcoming spooky season. Ah, that's soon, isn't it? Mm, yeah, months. it's like two months, yeah. Some spooky, some spooky pumpkins, some jack o' lanterns. That'd be pretty fun. Give, I think maybe a fun test would be give um, give the SCPs on site that have hands um, tools to carve a pumpkin and see what they carve. They might not understand it. Like I'm <laughs> sure O four, 
I'm sure 049 wouldn't understand why we're asking it to carve mm. a pumpkin, but it would I probably I feel as if 049 probably would. He seems very... He seems as if he's the most intellectual SCP at the Foundation. Yeah, but he is more like European knowledge compared to us, you know, Canadians. Like, we're, we're stuck up here in the north, and, like, we kind of take off... We kind of feed off of America, in a way. Where, like, we take on well, their... I thought the uh, carving pumpkin started in Europe. It did it? I can't remember exactly. I thought it did, though. If or, like, Halloween case, started then... in Europe. Oh, if that's the case, then I am completely wrong. I don't... Wow. It's been a while since I've looked into it. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. I uh, believe 035 would really enjoy that, though. I'm afraid to give 035 tools. Honestly, uh. I think yeah, he'll I, be fine. We just need to um, keep close eye on him while he does it. I think that's something we could do um, maybe at a later point, maybe around October. Uh, maybe we could even have the SCPs on to like talk to them. Like I would not mind having 049 sit down and talk to him. That's if uh, Site Command lets us. Yeah, but... Or Site uh, Administration. That, I mean... That is true. Site administration already is giving me the side eye for doing this podcast, but I mean, they didn't tell me explicitly to stop, so I'm going to keep doing it, but... Has Site Command said anything about it? No, they haven't said anything about it. They just kind of look at me funny. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like ethics. I I think, yeah. I think, no, ethics is fine with it. Um, I spoke to a crow, and uh, he was uh, perfectly fine with it. Um, oh yeah, crow is the new chairman, isn't it... he? Yeah. Uh, he said as long as it doesn't get out into the world, like, we're not info-breaching anything. Like, that's fine. As long as it's just for other Foundation members. And he said, yeah, the CI thing is, you know, fine, we just have to censor it for CI. So, CI is getting the censored version of everything. But, um, as far as the other sites go, like, as I said, positive feedback all around. Yeah, that's um, good. Has site in... Science inspectors, I think, though. I'm sorry, who? The science inspectors. I don't really talk to them. Yeah, yeah, really. They're they're too busy in their offices. Yeah, fair point. I never. We could ask their assistants. I've never actually seen one in person. I've seen quite a few in my time. Yeah, I think I've maybe seen one. I've seen two. I've seen two of them. Uh, one was walking by one day, and I asked, I asked my coworker, uh, I asked another executive at the time, I said, who's the dude surrounded by all the guards? And he said, oh, that's a site inspector. And I went, oh, cool. And then one time I need to get approval for, um, uh, 682-914 cross test. And, um, they said, yeah, you need to go to the site inspector. So I waited by his office, and, um, you know, eventually I was called in. and. He looked over my document, gave a little chuckle, and um, signed it and said, here you go. You know, good luck. And um, he was very soft-spoken, but um, I was very surprised by it. I was I was expecting them to be a lot, like, you know, stricter and meaner and ruder. Because, you know, we, we hear all these things about the site inspectors and administration. And, you know, they, they come off as very scary beings. But um, he was fine. He was very chill. I've spoken to a few science inspectors in my time. They're, um, interesting people. Yeah. 
Hmm. Keegan, uh, I think you said uh, you've seen them. Ah, I think I've maybe seen one. Like, like you just mentioned all the guards that go by with one person in the middle, like a really nice suit. I think that's one of them because you know it's gotta be. So I, I'm very curious on what you know they're working on. Obviously, it's definitely something either classified or you know obviously need to know basis. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, if you don't, if you up? don't see a an O one surrounding ethics, then it's most likely. A side inspector being escorted if you see a yeah. bunch of guards. So uh, one thing I want to ask, I should have asked this at the beginning, and uh, Hannah, this is specifically for you. Uh, me and Keegan have both talked in the past about how we ended up at the Foundation. Um, how'd you end up here? Oh, uh, well, a lot of it is actually pretty classified, but um, let's just say... Um, my father he was a military man. He, oh, he used to go around. Um, I always got dragged around when he ever he got transferred. But I always looked up to him, and I wanted to, you know, be in the military just like him. So eventually, once I turned the age of eighteen, I enrolled into the military. Um, I believe I actually joined the, uh, if I remember correctly, I joined the Marines. Oh, oh no, it was the Air Force. I joined the Air Force. Hmm. And after a while of working at the Air Force, um, one day I got called uh, by my um, superior. And when I arrived there, uh, everything just went black. And then I got um, taken to a an area. I can't remember where I got taken to, but got taken to an area where some guy in a bunch of like military equipment was at a table, and he asked me, would you like to join an MTF? Hmm. Interesting. So I used to be in an MTF before I transferred to Site 65. I can't remember which site it was, but um, I used to be part of an MTF. Oh, wow. And then I got transferred here, and now I'm a combat medic. Nice. Awesome. Alright, well, um, that was uh, kind of the last thing I want to say. We're approaching the end of our uh, half-hour lunch break. Um, so I just want to ask for any uh, closing moments. Uh, Keegan, uh, do you have anything uh, you want to say? Um, I was going to circle back on what you said about 909. And uh, I would love to actually do a cross-test between 909 and 076-2, which sounds strange, but I have, an, I have a decent idea for it. Yeah, maybe 999 could cool down that hot head of his. Yeah. <laughs> I hope to God. Yep. No, you hope to 343. Three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we could get him on the show one day. Oh, um, I'd love that. Oh, but he's um, on our site. Oh, yeah, but, you know, we just have to make a call to a different site and he could fly over. What site if it, is he on? Or teleport I, over. Or, yeah. Uh,. I think it's site 15, but I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, anyways, uh, Hana, do you have anything you want to say? Thank you very much for joining us for this uh, episode, by the way. Mm, I have no personal closing statements that I'd like to make. Other than the fact that this part, Chicken Parmesan was really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I finished mine a while ago. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that's it. We're approaching the end of our lunch break. Uh, Thank you very much for joining me for this episode. 
This has been the Site 65 podcast. I'm your host, Robert Tomato Peterson. On behalf of me, Hannah, and Keegan, thank you very much for listening. Have a good day.